McTavish. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball. What's up guys, it is Hot Take without the Hot Take here and we're back for another week with Junior Senior 2 Views. I'm here with not only Senior, but for our first segment we've got a man who needs not much introduction because, let's be honest, Senior's given him more than enough introduction over the past few episodes. Rob the Boy Monroy, the biggest Jets fan we know. In LA, yes he is. Uh, Rob, say hello to the viewers. All right, all right. So, so we're gonna start with the first six games. As such, yep, we're gonna start. So before we start with that, because we're spending a few minutes talking now, big moves made by the Jets. Obviously, Adam Gase is no longer there. He's probably teaching Pop Warner. <laughs> um, Robert Sala is your new coach, a disciple of uh, Kyle Shanahan. I, I, I mean, it's a good hire in my opinion. I like what he did in San Fran. All right, we'll see. And 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 you have a rookie quarterback. Zach Wilson. Who you haven't signed yet. Well, there's rumors on him being a bit cocky and such. Uh, do we expect uh, him to throw for 3,000 yards this season? No, but he's at least got somewhat of a line. What are your thoughts? Well, I think uh, Zach Wilson is a great draft pick. I think uh, the Zach attack will unleash his upcoming year. <laughs> all, right, good, all right, we'll start with the first game. So, what's the first game in Week One? You guys are, I think you're going or you're playing the you're playing the Panthers. The Panthers. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Carolina. That that's an L. That the defense that you're coming coming up against is pretty good. That's a loss. Yeah, I'm saying a loss. What do you say? Oh, that's a win. You <laughs> <laughs> you traded your your former disciple Sam Darnold. Why is that a win? Oh, the Jets are going to show uh, the world why uh, Sam Donald is no longer with the team. So that'll be a win. Okay, that's a win. All right, so I say loss. Will says loss. Junior says loss. You say win. So you've got 1-0. We've both got 0-1. All right, week two? The Patriots. Come on. What do you think? If you're talking to me, I think that's a win for the Jets. Well, okay, all right. Oh, <laughs> a win. So two and zero. Oh. So the Jets are in first place. I'm sorry. I, I, that's a, that's a, So the Jets are in first place at this point. <laughs> yes, two and zero. Oh. <laughs> okay. Patriots are not the same team anymore. We know I, this. I don't know if you guys think that Tom Brady's still on that team, but Tom Brady is not on that team anymore. They've come back down to earth. The Jets will win that game. Okay, all right. Um, so you're saying a, a, a win, 2-0. I say loss. You say? L. L. So 0-2, 0-2, 2-0. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Oh week three. I'll just move on to week three. <laughs> week three. Um, <laughs> week three. Go week ahead. Three, they're playing the Broncos. Come on. I'm going to say it now, L. That I'm going to say that, that's a win. That defense is ridiculous. All right. I'm saying Especially that's a win. Especially that secondary. Nah. I'm saying it's a win for the Jets. That puts them at one and two for me. Oh and three for uh, him. What are you saying? 
Drew Locke is not going to beat us. That's a win for the Jets. They traded for Teddy Bridgewater. They traded for Teddy Bridgewater. So that's three and zero. Wow, Robert Sala is going to be. I think Drew Locke is. I think Drew Locke is a slated starter. Okay, so okay, so let me just get this straight. Three and zero. Robert Sala now becomes Vince Lombardi. Okay, three and zero. All right. Three and zero, and the Jets think they're going to the Super Bowl. Okay, all right, all right. Four. The Titans. This is an L. That's a loss for me. That puts them at one and three. What do you say? Yeah, that's a loss. That's a loss. Okay, so now they're three and one in your eyes. Okay. All right. Week five. Week five for the Jets. They're playing the Falcons. That's a loss for me. That's a loss. Their offense is still pretty good. That's one and four. What do you say? Yeah, that's a loss. That's a loss. Yep. So you have them at what now? You have them at three and two. Three and two. Three and two. Three and two. So week six. Let's see week six. Week six. They are coming up against. It's a bye week. It's a bye. It's a bye. So okay. So the first six games, we have three and two. I have one and I have like what one and I have one and four. I I had one and four. And you have three and two. Okay. We'll have to. Let's see where that goes. I think I had five. uh, Oh and five. I'm not sure. Oh and five. Who knows? Who knows? I think you have him at 0-17 by the end of the year. <laughs> I hope so. I don't think so. I think that, look, this is what I think. I think the Jets will probably surprise a few people because I think the defense will be better than their offense. There's questions on their offense to see if their offense Well, especially that doing. line because the line, that line is still young. We'll see. And we'll see. Look, I mean, look, I, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of pressure on Zach Wilson being the second pick anyway. So we'll see what that means. All right. Look, the tackle we'll, man will live up to it. We'll leave it here, but what we'll do is we'll we'll wait for the first six games and then come back to you for the next six, six games. games. I think that makes sense, right? Very good. But we only did five games. Shouldn't we do uh, the sixth game? Week oh, the seven. sixth game. Okay, you're right. Okay, let's let's. Week let's, seven. Yeah, you're right. Week a, seven is that's what? another Patriots game. That's another that's Patriots another game. Loss. That's a loss for me. Well, yeah, I think they'll split this year. So that so means they're three and three. You put them at three and three, three in six games. Three and three, yeah. I put them at one and five. I have them at zero oh and six. You have zero oh six. He's well. Oh my god. The boy's being ruthless, no Rob. What are you doing? He's being ruthless. He has no faith in your Jets. Well, you got well neither do no, I, really. No, no faith at all. No faith at all. But you know what? We'll leave it here. Thanks for calling in. We'll wait for the next six games afterwards and see what we have. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Rob. Take care of yourself, guys. See you, man. <laughs> All right, so that was Rob the Boy Monroy. How was that segment? That was that was interesting. <laughs> it's nice to get a take on other things. It's nice to get yeah, an opinion yeah, yeah. from a oh a Jet fan who's been a Jet fan for a while. So let's move on to what the real story is: the NBA Finals. Woo-hoo! Giannis Antetokounmpo is an he NBA champion. I they won two two more games. They won four straight. I didn't see it coming. Unbelievable. I didn't see it coming. And with and in the closeout game six, he had fifty points and was near perfect from the line. Yeah. Look, I My think that goodness. this is a couple of things to pull from that game. The first block against oh, against, against Bridges, Bridges was that up. set the tone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he got a bucket off that. He okay. got the first bucket okay. off that. Five blocks. I think there were he was everywhere. Yeah. I don't know about you, but even when it felt like Giannis was on the bench. It felt like he was on the court. Because he, so, he, he, the problem, the thing with Giannis is, 
He has that presence over the team. Yeah. He gives them confidence. Yeah. That's what won them the championship. Yeah. Like, Middleton didn't have the best games, but he did enough. Holiday gave out a lot of assists, yeah. which is what helped them. But he had a crappy but, shooting night. But he had Bobby a bad did shooting his night. Job. But so everyone did their job, and Giannis, this was Giannis, this was his night. I think it was, I guess the other thing is very, it's very important to identify the fact that it was a very important time. 50 years since the Milwaukee's last championship, and 50 points. Yeah. And I, and I, but I think this is also a message that says, actually, Milwaukee's here. Yep. You know, they are now, he's now the ambassador for that team. As long as um, ownership or management doesn't do anything oh, they won't. stupid, they won't. They're going to be a contender because for you. Because think about this. Teams were saying at the end of last season, why are you re-upping with this team? Yeah. Why are you staying here? Well, because you got to remember, they traded a they traded a pretty good package to get Drew Holiday, and management said, okay, you're here. Yeah. We want you to resign here. Yeah. We will go all in for you. Yeah. We will go all in and trade three first round picks and two pick swaps and and Bledsoe and Hill yeah. for Drew Holiday. We will go all in for you. So and look, that's why he resigned. So I think that, you know, the it was a big big win for the And he's not even even in the Supermax contract. He's but now you look at the flip one. side, okay? Yep. For the Suns. Yeah. Woulda coulda shoulda. Yeah. Should have won games three or four yep. to put themselves in that They should have. They should have. Devin Booker didn't have it this night in, on game six. Neither did Aiden. Aiden looked petrified. Yeah, they're both scared. CP3 was trying, He's but trying. He's he, trying. Didn't, he didn't do enough. There wasn't enough. So what enough. does that mean for the Sixers going forward? Because, oh, I mean, for, the Suns. The Suns. Sorry, folks. The Suns. Wrong S. 44.2 um, million next year he could get. Is I he th- staying or going? I think he'll stay. Mm. Um... He obviously wants to run it back with the team. I have a feeling, though, and you'll agree with me on this, I think that was CP3's last and best shot at winning a championship. I believe so. Because I, if you look at the West, just the Warriors are going to come back harder. healthy. Um, Jamal Murray is going to come back healthy. Yep. There's a lot of teams in the West that want blood, and there's a lot of teams who are developing some new blood. And the East isn't going to get any easier. No, no. So, so I, look, I think I think it's going to be harder for the Suns to get back there, but we'll have to wait and see. But I think for make. Booker, for those young guys in Booker, Aiton, Payne, Bridges, they have time. Booker's only twenty six. Right. Aiton's only twenty three. Yeah, they'll get back to another Finals in their careers. All right. So let's move on. The next idea, I put prices right on for a really important reason: the Dame game. Yep. Dame, Damian Lillard, Dame. who's reportedly denied asking Portland for a trade. But yeah. there are teams out there who want who will make a he's move. He's not well, there was reports that um he had requested a trade from unknown sources, but he shut them down when he went on ESPN. He said, I didn't ask for a trade. Okay. So, so he's staying. But if you think about what he said now, if you're Portland, what do you do? Because if you're Portland, now is the time to strike. So the question well, is Well, he's still on his max. But he's, the question is risk versus reward. Um they're probably going to have to make a trade because so I see, don't I don't see any major free agents wanting to go to Portland. All right, so let's see the suitors. Mm-hmm. Let's consider the suitors. The first up would be war, the Golden State Warriors who have assets to give to Portland. Yep. And the reports have James Wiseman, right? Plus your two draft picks. Yep. Maybe a cup, maybe another player. You know, it's risk versus reward. You but gotta. Do I have it. a feeling. I have a feeling that um that wouldn't work because 
Curry, you got Curry there with Dame. Deadly. Deadly. You got two guards. Deadly. Still, Ooh. You, <clears throat> Ooh, you don't know who to guard. I don't think, it, even if he did ask for a trade, <laughs> even if he did ask for a trade, I don't think he would would go the Warriors. He wants to be the guy. I said, I've said this before. I'll mm-hmm. say it again. Mm-hmm. He has been the guy for his entire career. So that's good. Let's consider the Warriors a contestant, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Maybe they get the, the small prizes yeah. of ovenware. Yeah. The Sixers. Now, this is this seems intriguing because that would be a marriage made in heaven. Oh, be down low, Damo shoot, Damian Lillard shooting from half court. Of course it would, but like, what do Portland? You got to remember. No, you know you, that you got to remember with a trade, both teams have to agree of to course. it and get a fair return. Of course. What are Portland getting in return? Ben Simmons. Simmons. Man, it's not going to be great. So, regardless, I love I love Simmons, but he cannot shoot. Well, the deal. If I'm the general manager, it's been reported. The deal would be Simmons, Thibel, and Seth Curry because you need a, a guard. And you need at least three first-round picks I don't, I don't to know make that's that happen. Well, what does Philly have to offer? The they don't have season. any any okay. draft capital to do that. The next the next player involved, the Clippers. Mm-hmm. There's rumors about Paul George, perhaps a Paul George, Damian Lillard swap. Both well, Paul players. George just signed. Remember, at the start of the season, he signed a massive supermax that was at the time the the biggest contract in NBA history. Uh-huh. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Okay, even if Kawhi leaves, he wants to be that guy for the Clippers. I think it's intriguing the fact that they're both good players in sort of the prime of their lives who could both help both franchises. I'm not sure if that's something that I'm not sure what Damian. I'm not sure what Damien brings to that that Clippers team with Kawhi. With, with Kawhi. It would. With Kawhi, I'm not sure what he brings to that team. He brings a swagger. But Because Kawhi is not yeah. really a spokesperson for the Clippers. He hardly speaks. But even without Kawhi, he's just in the same situation as Portland. Okay, so let's say the Clippers are sort of yep. a lower-tier contestant. Yep. The Celtics. Now, that's intriguing, too. I'm not sure what they give. Jalen Brown might be on the table. No, I wouldn't be trading Jalen Brown. No. I would not. I'm sorry. No. I would not be. If I'm Stevens, I'm not trading Jalen Brown. They need Brown. a guard. They need, they need a big. They need. They, they need, can get a big they in the need, draft. They, they, can, they can get any big anywhere. All right. Yes, at this point, I a would guard not, is what they I'm, need. The Kemba Walker thing didn't work out. You need a durable they, guard. They need a point guard. Lilla is a durable but guard. But I would not. But I would not be trading Jalen okay. Brown. If there's a deal I can do without trading Jalen Brown, I'd do it. All right. So they they they're a lower tier contestant, yep. and they get a keyboard set. Yep. The Heat. Don't sleep on Pat Riley. Pat Riley's yeah. cooking up plans. He, he pulls strings his own way. Um, the Heat are definitely... I They have potential. They have, assets. They they have assets. Such as? They could. The if they want to really go Butler. all Jimmy in... Stays nope. with there. But if they really want to go all in, Bam. they might have to give up Bam and Hero. Bam. They might have okay. to give up Bam and Hero. Oh, well, we'll see. And the last contestant, my beloved New York Knicks. I can't see Damian. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't want it, actually, because... If that's the case, you got to give everybody. You ain't got you no give up assets. Julius Randle. You give up. You give up. You know, R.J. Rose, Barrett. Rose. You give, no, come on, Rose. You give everybody for him, and then you're left with nobody on the team. No bench. So I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Damian. I think Damian Little New York work if the Knicks were in the right place, but they're not. Okay, let's move on. Olympic chaos. Yep. Yeah. So the Olympics have started. The Olympics have started a yep. year late, mm-hmm. but there's been COVID drama. There's been. Yep. You know, you know, players get like, so this is a big problem. Of course it is. Um, I mean, as long as um, I I don't know with this Olympics. It's been a really weird. It's going to be a really weird Olympics to watch. Obviously, I'll still I'm watch it. it. I'll, I'll still watch it because I like it. I yeah. love the Olympics, but it's a really really weird Olympics mm. with what's been surrounding the IOC in 
in the past year or two because they we because they were desperate i remember back in early 2020 when coronavirus was just starting and it was hitting japan like a truck yeah and the ioc were desperate to keep the olympics on in 2020 i'm like what are they doing they have to cancel them and they eventually did once it got to a point where they couldn't do it anymore yeah yeah look I, i i believe it had to happen I feel for the Olympic the athletes because they worked their butts off to get to that point, to reach the point where they can perform and and you know they don't of course earn, they don't they don't have a salary they don't earn they're not like multi millionaires yes so some of them have sponsorships but like yeah, but that doesn't that only lasts for as long as they're Olympian yeah. once they retire that's it yeah so it is it is contentious there's you know there's a lot of issues Tokyo is a hotbed right now it's not the numbers aren't going down and the and the populace isn't. So sold on, the, on these Mickey Mouse of Olympics. Not. But at the end of the day, you're the city that got the bid. You got all this. You put all this money in the infrastructure, etc. You have to play. So I think that hopefully no further cases. And that an that begs another question. Next year we have um, the World Cup in Qatar of all places. Well, I don't know how else. that from the beginning that was. We know the whole story of how that that bid was corrupt yeah, yeah. and how the that's been well documented. All right. But and how there's probably going to be a Christmas World Cup World Cup final. Yeah. But. With the added bonus of coronavirus, yeah. how do you think it's gonna gonna happen? Oh, uh, look, I think it depends on. the Well, they did of, the Euros pretty it well. It depends on number on the number of cases in Qatar, but that'll be something they'll have to approach. They did they did the Euros pretty well, yeah. but that was in multiple countries okay. where well. players could easily like distance, and cases were going down in certain European countries. Mm. All right, we'll see. Let's just move on. Uh, college football shakeup. Uh, there's been reported that both Texas and Oklahoma. They wish to leave the Big t- Big Ten or Big Twelve and move into the SEC. Much to the chagrin wow. of wow. Alabama, Clemson. Ooh. So that's a big deal. That is big. I think well, um, you know. I mean, that's a I big think, deal. Um, I'm just gonna look at this from an ESPN perspective. They probably love that. They 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 probably love that because they recently acquired the rights to the SEC mm. and getting extra schools in yeah, there bring, brings extra revenue for yeah, ASPM which they desperately need. Yeah, but I, with, think, I look I, I'm not I'm not big on college football. I will honestly say I think the, the 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 ranking system has just been crazy. It's always the same four teams every year. Yeah, I don't know what it means to be top 24, 25, or the number one to twenty five. The bowls are all the same. It's the Tostitos Bowl and the mm-hmm. Balloon Bowl. and So it's a business. And now if you look at the, the watering down of the other conferences. And the NCAA recently lifted their um, – has softened their approach towards athletes getting sponsorships and yeah. making money. So now if you're an athlete, now you can make, you can make money. Yeah, and not ever having to, to play professionally, you can earn a living. So, well, that was a court order. So. Right. So, I look, I, I honestly don't – follow college football enough to know but this is a business move by obviously Oklahoma and Texas to make this move to get out of where they're at, at. but again this is much to the chagrin of someone like Saban who is like you know the godfather of the SEC of course he, watching his beloved you know Alabama Bama team win pretty get much challenged now get challenged by rivals that could well, potentially Bama have the probably the best recruiting recruitment System in the country, of course. So you don't lift a finger. You just have yeah. you know, old freshmen go. I want to commit to Alabama because Bama is the place you want to play. All right, moving on. I know you want to talk about this. I really don't, but it's NHL and it's the Kraken. 
The expansion Phil draft. Phil McCracken. No, so, Seattle McCracken. Let me comment on the um, whole how the expansion draft was um, uh, presented by ESPN. It wasn't great. It was kind of corny. But yeah, the well, players that were selected, some of the more notable names include yeah. Chris Drieger, a backup goalie from the Panthers. Yep. Had a really good year with the Panthers, um, especially for um, stepping in place of Sergei Bobrovsky, who's been really disappointing with his $10 million contract so far. Um, Jordan Everly from the Islanders mm-hmm. will probably be the face of that franchise. Yeah. Uh, another big name in Mark Giordano from, from Calgary, yeah. who, who that will probably signal Calgary starting to dismantle their core. Mm-hmm. And um, we also have a bigger piece in Yanni Gord from, from the Lightning. I mean, uh, before Yanni Gord was selected, they were way over the cap. So they, they were either going to lose Palat or Gord, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be Gord. So... Uh, you know, this is an expansion draft. It's similar to the second like version of uh, the the Golden Knights. So this, this well, this time, this time, what's interesting is it seems a lot of teams learned from the Golden Knights expansion mm, draft because that that expansion draft was seismic yeah. in its trades. Not at the time, people yeah. were like, "What the hell is this?" At the time, yeah. But now looking at it, they made the Stanley Cup Finals in the first year. And they yeah. made a ridiculous amount of trades to get draft capital and to now. Invest all. They still have a, so much draft capital, and they could make a run for Jack Eichel in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. So now a lot of franchises have know that. So a lot of trades. They the Kraken didn't do any trades. No, of course not. They just picked up the. They picked, they up, picked up the guys, and they picked up a lot of guys without taking sweeteners, which was interesting. But it seemed that they they might have been asking too much. They might have been a little bit too cocky, but they still have a lot of cap space to work with. They might be. Active in free agency or well, trades. Yeah, I, I think this is a, a, a fairly important move because this is Seattle, and they finally get a franchise that they need to sort of, you know, like put bef- on the national. Like map. before this, they've had they before this they the major team in that city was the Mariners and the Sounders. Yeah, well, that in the MLS. Well, yeah, but well, yeah. So we'll see what happens with the Kraken. I think they'll be successful pretty quickly. Uh, baseball's second half. So we've now jumped into the second yep. half. Um, looking at the standings, I'm just looking at which teams can catch up. So right now in the American League East, it's Boston, but mm-hmm. you know you have hot on their tails of the Yankees. Well, there's Boston and there's the Yankees there's are starting Tampa Bay and then the Yankees. What do the Yankees? Um, need to do? I have a feeling the Yankees will need to to open up their pitching. wallets at the trade deadline. Pitching. They, need, they pitching. need starting pitching, pitching. badly. It's really bad. They need starting pit. Garrett Cole. Since um, it was the Garrett Cole show, now it's not been the Garrett Cole yeah, show no. because of all the, the spider attack incidents yeah, and yeah, things yeah, and yeah. his spin yeah. rate's gone down. Yeah. So they need starting pitching at the deadline badly. Yeah, I agree. And another team that needs oh, starting... No, no, no. We know about the Yankees right now. We'll, we'll, we'll and, touch on teams, and, but definitely the Yankees starting yep. pitching. But across yeah. across New York, the Mets really need starting pitching because Bad you look injuries. at Carrasco... Yeah. He was brought in with he Lindor. He's he's, he's in yet. he's in Triple A, and yet. he gave up three walks and a homer in no, a one yeah. half of an inning. So moving forward, what about the Indians? Because they're in the Central, but you have Chicago now they're going that. to be named the Guardians. Next and we know season. next season that's horrible. That's a horrible. terrible name. But what do the Indians need to look at doing? Because they're the ones who are looking up. And they're probably going to sell at the deadline. It's time for a reset. Not buyers. They're probably going to sell. They, it's time for a reset. They're probably going to sell um, any any assets that can be sold mm-hmm. because they're in a reset. They're not going to go anywhere 
with what they have right now. They're okay. probably going to get rid of guys like Plesak and Clevenger. Okay, so what about the Padres? Uh, Padres don't They're really. Close. They don't need to do anything, in my opinion. They're I think close. I think maybe a couple of pieces for. For the bullpen, yeah. but other than that, they're stacked. Okay. Other than that, they've got no holes. They okay. don't need to do much. Right. Maybe a couple moves here and there, but that's it. All right. So another thing to talk about moving forward is the NFL vaccination push. Yep. So it's been very clearly reported by Roger Goodell that the idea of forfeiture of games. Yeah, which is a big, that's a big, 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 big ass. If and also teams will be fined upwards of fourteen thousand dollars. We, uh, oh, players will be fined up to fourteen thousand, upwards of fourteen thousand, if they don't get vaccinated. Is that fair? Um, this is see, this is a really, really contentious issue because you have a lot of players out there. Like, if you, if but I'm looking, I'm looking at this from a perspective of player safety and safety of everybody involved in the league. Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah, that's my personal opinion. If you disagree, that's fine. But I'm looking at this from the view of, okay, this is the Delta variant hasn't hit America yet. And these vaccines. It has hit. Has it? It very but, much has hit. Okay. So the Delta variant. Hey, it's back straight. You're not even there. That, that is my, that's my fault. But, but the, Delta, the Delta variant is another wrinkle. It's, it's so a problem. It's, I think with the new, with that Delta variant, it's going to be, it's pretty imperative. I believe that it has to happen. I don't think that's anything to say because last season was a mess mm-hmm. and they had players not playing. You had, you know, Broncos players infected last season and you had a third, fourth string quarterback. And you had the Steelers-Ravens so, game delayed by like three days. Right. So I don't think, I think the schedule is what the schedule is. I think Goodell's pushing this hard. And it's about player safety because it's a contact sport. Guys are into each other. There's no social distancing going to happen during a football nope. game. So I, I believe it's it's justified, and we'll see what happens out of that. We'll see if they're going to actually allow crowds in. I mean, I'm assuming crowds will be in. Last well, season crowds were there last season. Well, I think so. at, at at limited capacity. So you're wondering limited if capacity. Gonna... So they might do the same thing where they're slowly bringing in more fans as time goes on. Well, that's it for our show this week. We had quite a bit of talk to talk about. The off season for basketball is going to be well into the swing, but baseball is going to be interesting. Net. In the coming days is the trade deadline, and be sure next week we will be talking we'll about, talk about those trade swaps because there's going to be some moves. Some but moves. that's our show for this week. Make sure to follow along, stay updated, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.